Hey, husband. Yes, wife. Why shouldn't you write with a broken pencil? Why? Because it's pointless. Wow! Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Random's Thoughts. I'm husband. And I'm wife. And we are back after, eh, I don't want to say a long hiatus, but we did have a little bit of a gap in there since our last show. Yes, uh, our gap was called by our tiniest of co-hosts, I guess we'll call her. Sure. Um, but uh, we have a tiny addition who's lurking in the background who is slowly starting to be awake more and therefore make more noise. So if you hear her throughout the podcast, that would be why. And uh, I'm sure everybody out there will understand. So it's we're, we'll do our best on the back end to edit things appropriately just in case. But uh, I we haven't really had too many issues. She's actually been pretty cooperative for the most part. Yeah, but it's really the only problems of a husband-wife team is that there's no one, no husband or wife to watch the tiny humans. Yeah, that, that becomes a little bit of a challenge, but we persevere. So, yes. wife, we are back today, though, and we do have, well, another Holy reason... mother of reveals, Batman. Yeah, so <laughs> one of the other reasons that there was a, a short delay in between our last recording and this one is that... We were honestly kind of waiting for more reveals to come out to get them compiled so that we would have, you know, a few things to talk about. It's not just three cards and then be done with it in 10 minutes or whatever. We want to have more interesting things to talk about, more quantity of things to talk about. And then as wife just alluded to, <laughs> uh, well, we all of a sudden, long? bam! And then, <laughs> okay, we have a lot of spoilers. So uh, we're going to be yeah. a little bit behind the eight ball trying to catch up as quick as we can. Uh, we're not going to try and rush through anything, but, you know, maybe we'll go at a slightly more brisk pace than we have over the yes. last few. So, yes. without too much further introduction, we're going to get right into it. Now, these are not really in any particular order. Uh, I did try and group them by order, but they're not, you know... But um, Womp, wah. Uh, they're not really regimented in any particular fashion, as in, you know, we're we're doing certain orders before other ones. So... I'm hoping that I didn't miss any. If I did, somebody feel free to let us know. We'll include it on the next one, and we'll go from there. But include we included the ones from today, the, the ones as of today of this recording. So we'll we'll see how this goes. So the first order up, wife, is nature. All right. So we're hitting our green stuff first. Get the get the greens out of the way, and then we'll go from there. So All right. the very first one is actually one of the newer reveals, and that's Bane Bloom. So it's a two-element combo. It's one it's one. So pretty. <laughs> is it? I don't know. Yes. I'm, I don't. I don't care about flowers. Like, I, I do. I just don't it's care. It's pretty. I'll take your word on it, wife. So uh, Bane Bloom is a animal soul combo. It's one one two. It deals rotation amount of damage to your target and then draw rotation number of cards yep i really like it yeah i i saw some initial comments that they're not impressed by this but it feels like it's doing a lot for a a two cost combo yeah it seems relatively cheap 
if it stays, that's awesome. Um, and even then you're still getting, you know, you're still getting the draw and the damage. I like it. Yeah. It's, I don't think it's very difficult to have this thing. I mean, the, the damage is basically irrelevant, but it's drawing four spread over a number of turns. So it's, I don't know. It, again, it, it's not blow, blowing your socks off because, you know, yes, you're drawing four cards, but because it's spread out, I think this just kind of falls in the category of we're losing a lot of combos as part of the retirement rotation, uh, whatever yeah. you want to call it, and we need some things to fill those gaps, and I think this is reasonable. Yeah, and I think this is going to be one of those quieter heroes in the background sort of thing. Yeah, I don't really but... feel like I'd have a problem running this. No, I like it. Yeah, I'm not going to feel embarrassed to run this. I mean, as we said, I'm not going to windmill slam it onto the table and then go, all right, the game's over, but it's, especially in nature, it's a buff-focused order. I could certainly see, you know, your opponent having to allow you to get four cards out of it. You know, like, they just don't have the buff removal or... Or, like, it's also, it's low enough that it's not really that much of a threat. Like, you know, do you want to waste a buff removal on the Bane Bloom? I think you do. Like, four cards I is mean, a lot. It is a lot, but I I could see someone being like, I know they have something bigger coming down the line. Do mm. I really want to waste my buff removal on this? Well, I think it's going to come down to the matchup. So there, there are matchups where, yes, I would want to pop ancient miners for example and they only drew only drew three and they didn't do That's any damage right. and again the damage is mostly irrelevant uh it was also an action buff not even a combo so it it's going to depend i could certainly see this getting sleeved up and again i feel it's respectable uh i guess depending on what the combo landscape looks like at the end of the day maybe it won't end up making the cut but i'm at least going to look at it I think. Yeah. So I agree. Yeah. It, again, it's. I'm not writing home about it, but I'm also not going to feel terrible if this ends up making my final list. Mm-hmm. So going from there, we started getting more hero previews. So this is our first green hero. I uh, it's. I really <laughs> like his name. <laughs> green Fum. <laughs> yes, because it's like it's a pun. It's so punny. I mean. Yes, but it, okay, wife. Okay, let's not get too excited. <laughs> we all know that I was going to get excited anyway. I don't know well, what you were yeah. expecting. Anyway, so it's our green hero. Uh, he has thirty health. It's going to be increased damage done by your buffs by one if you have a forest buff next to them on both sides. Oh, and he's he's forest superior. Yeah. I don't really like this guy. I mean, I think there could be a funny gotcha deck, maybe, that uses him. What does that but mean? But I don't, like, a... I think there might be a way to make it work in kind of like a casual atmosphere sort of thing. Well, I mean, anything's like, possible <laughs> when you add that tag. Yeah. I don't... Um, I, but I don't, I don't know how... I don't like this guy. I feel like it's too much effort for too little gain. 
Yeah. It's obviously way too easy for your opponent to disrupt it. Um, I'm not super excited to play him. Yeah. I think I, that's fair. I just, as compared to the last card where it's just like, okay, it's yeah. not, not super exciting, but solid. This is just, I don't, I don't feel good about this one. Yeah, I... I mean, I could definitely... Obviously, people are going to activate it. You know, you just play a lot of forest buffs. But, I don't know. It, I'm not excited. So, let's... Uh, unless you have something yeah, major, let's on. move on. Nope. That was pretty much it. <laughs> so, this one, I did see some discussion on the Facebook group or some questions. And we'll get into that in a second. So, it's Mossfoot Tribe Rider. It's a Kreeble card, right. keeping with our Kreeble theme. I love the Kreebles. Uh, clunky buffs, which immediately gets my attention. Two two two. So it has a defendability where it's rotation healing. If this if there is a forest buff next to this one, increase it by one. And then you do rotation damage to your target. If there's an animal buff next to this one, increase this by two. So basically it's a soul buff to start, depending on which of the other nature elements you have near it. Mm-hmm. It does additional things. So it, what I picture it's going to do is slot into, oh, well, I need an aggressive damage ability that, well, in this case, it's a defendability, which is also interesting because then you could bypass if there's an exterior defender replacement, those sort of things. Mm -hmm. You could utilize this to get around that. Or, you know, if you just need a healing defendability... It would slot in there. I don't see it. I mean, obviously, if you're playing in nature order, you could get both halves of it. Um, that would be kind of if it was, like, sandwiched in between or next to a combo. Right. The combo is really going to be the thing because it doesn't specify that it has to be on, like, on both sides Lecter, as compared yeah. to what we were just dealing with. Where it had... where. Uh, Green Thumb requires that it's on both sides. In this case, it's just next to. Yeah. So, I actually like this thing. It's also notably a Kreeble. Yeah, and I think definitely with this set, notably a Kreeble is going to be a thing. That definitely is something that has been coming up more and more. Um, and I fully anticipate that we're going to see a whole lot of things that care about Kreebles, obviously. This one seems pretty decent to me. It's a clunky buff, it, so it'll trigger all or help assist with all of those. Well, if you have more buffs than your opponent, do thing. Yeah. Uh, this was the thing that came up, that the way it's written, and it's confusing because of the way the text box is, just the quantity of text, and it makes it run onto another line. Yeah. I think all of this is tied to the defendability. Because otherwise, like, the damage part would have been before the defendability. Yeah. Um, so I don't believe that that is, you know, a start of turn thing. I think it's, you activate the ability, you heal and you deal. I believe. Um, I haven't seen an official clarification, but it, the way it's written, and like I said, it's just, it's visually confusing because of the way the line breaks are. Yeah, it really is. Um, so... It's entirely possible by the time this goes live that we could be wrong, but I'm operating under the assumption that it's all tied together. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm always on the lookout for additional defendabilities. There's it. Um, what's the card name? Mantic's Weaver. 
Okay. So it triggers all your de- heal for two trigger all your defendability. So it's like okay, well, you're if you have multiple defendabilities in play, you're effectively getting extra actions, and then also triggering abilities without using them means that you could then do them again in the same turn. So mm-hmm. having this, it's a defendability, so it also interacts well with one of my favorite pet cards, Royal Bumbler. It is a good card. Um, no, it's not a good card. No, <laughs> but well, it's, 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 it's good. one of my favorite cards. Yeah, I just really like that card, and I'm always every time. Oh, there's a new defendability. This is the one. It, it's it's never yeah. the one. It, it never, it never is. is. Anyway, um, so point is, is that I think there's a lot of play in this. Do you feel the same way, wife? I definitely agree. Do you see I any other it's... uses besides all the stuff I was rambling about? <laughs> Not really. Mm-hmm. Um, just, I think, like you said, it's going to be exciting to look into the creepleness of it all when you get down to it. <laughs> I do like the artwork on this one. Yeah, I could, I could tell that you would like the artwork on this one. Well, I don't know what I, I don't know what the name of the thing he's writing is, but it looks really cool. Yeah. He looks angry, is what it looks. But yeah, I don't know if he's necessarily angry. He just, you know. He's a beast Bacon. of burden. He uh, may not exactly have the best lot in and life. And now I have that song stuck on my head. Let's move on. <laughs> okay, sure. So our next one is Root Glade Grotto, another clunky buff. It's a forest buff. It's a location. Mm-hmm. And instead of discarding store Creeble cards under this card, when a card is stored, rotate this one step forward. When this buff expires, for each stored card, deal one to your target and heal yourself for two. So, unless I'm missing something, you're going to play... Well, so your opponent or some other effect could make you discard them from, say, your deck or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But you're going to play three Kreeble cards, you're going to deal three damage, and you're going to heal for six. Yeah. And... I don't like I, this at all. Yeah, I don't really either. I was I was trying to make a statement for it, but now I don't really. I mean, it's... I mean, there are always... Not always, but there are weird interactions with storage cards. Uh, again, it cares about Kreebles, so maybe there's something there. It's locations in a order that don't typically have locations. I feel like I'm missing something here that there's some way to stuff more creebles than like more than three creebles on here. I mean, I can't think of anything unless something comes along later, but yeah, it's this gonna be three damage, six heals over and a, de- a delayed minimally one at that. three tor- turns. Yeah. Well really it, it would be you know I I don't wanna say this is reasonable. And I was debating with myself, that's why I was kind of stuttering trying to get it out, that you play this, play a Kreeble, next turn, play two Kreebles, pop it. Assuming those Kreebles were good enough, and then you could treat this as a, air quotes, reliable heal six, because it, it's probably as close to an on-demand heal that this order is going to get, for the yeah. most part. Like, their thing is overtime heal, so... This sort of bursty heal is new to them. So I guess that's a, a point in the corner for this card. But 
that feels like a, you've invested four cards to heal six. Obviously, you got the effects of the other things, but I don't know. It feels like a lot of effort. Maybe this is going to be a necessary evil just to get that burst heal. Yeah, I mean, it could be, but I I do always forget that nature has that slow, creepy heal. Now, it does... Um, not to cut you off, wife, the the other piece is because it is clunky, maybe because of the cards we already saw, it appears that there will be a theme in this set of buff positions. So if you really want to have a nature buff that sticks around, maybe this is one to look at, because then you just jam it next to whatever your thing is. That's true. And then you just avoid playing creeples for a while to make it stay. Yeah, I mean... I guess uh, they, I don't know this. Let, uh, yeah, this one's really unexciting a, to me. Put a pin in it until a really awesome deck idea comes to mind. For, Maybe uh, if somebody out there has already something in mind for this, let us know because I'm not sure exactly what it is. Yeah, uh, it's probably not going to be the, the first in the first few nature decks I build. Probably not. So, Maybe along lines. We'll see. Uh, moving from there, we are moving into our next order. This is tech. So this is one that got me really excited. And this is, I guess, comparatively, by the time this is going to go live, one of the older reveals. Mm-hmm. And that's Blast Chamber. So Yeah, I'm excited for Blast Chamber. Yeah, this seems, um, it seems playable. So yeah. it, it's, it's a four-corner explosives buff. XX5 blank, which I think is, this is the first card that, has that where it does something and then's blank on the yeah. last corner uh i could be I wrong about that i think it might be um so the text box is rotation damage when you deal damage to yourself restart this buff there's like a gazillion ways to deal damage to yourself with tech for fun and profit yes there are <laughs> there really are oh and notably this is a machine buff too so all of my robot machine decks that are oh well i'll just you know, I accidentally deal damage to myself or intentionally deal damage to myself or I just want another damaging buff and five is a good chunk. Yeah. So you are the aggro expert here on the podcast, wife. You've played a lot of tech. What is so exciting about this that like you want to jam this into a deck? I just like the fact that, okay, I play it, I deal five. It's probably pretty easy for me to restart it again. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's, there's card draw effects that you'll play that deal damage to it. There's, yeah. You know, like, there's, there's there are a heroes that do it. To restart it. I'm sure we're going to get new the, ones in the set, too. Yeah. So there's a ton of ways to restart it. I have the five. I like, um, I like the fact that it deals five. I like the fact that I have an extra turn at the end to reset it if yes. I need it. Yeah. But I really like the fact, like, the five damage, I think, in this set is going to be big. Like, I think with Zuna and everything, we all got used to dealing six plus. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't. Six plus is obviously going to be a thing, but I don't think it's going to be as frequent of an occurrence as it was with the Zuna deck. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think having the five damage there 
as I'm dealing damage in other ways is going to be pretty fantastic. And for a lot of those aggressive decks, I think it's not unreasonable that, like, this is your only buff. So, or you could bleed out your opponent's buff removal with one of these. Yeah. And just go, well, you have to deal with this because otherwise it's dealing 10. Once it deals 10, you've gotten all the value out of it, I think you need. Yeah. Like that, oh, no, definitely. Like, you feel pretty good about that. Um, and even, I don't feel that, that, like, I don't know, this could be wrong, but I don't feel that bad if this eats a removal off of my opponent. If, like, I play this and they get scared and they take it away, I think okay. Yeah, I think there's a larger discussion to have there where it's forcing actions out of your opponent at or f- on certain turns. So, yeah. obviously, they're going to wait at least a turn. They're not going to just pop it right away unless you give them two threats, this and something else. But then if you can set your opponent up to say, okay, well, you need to spend one of your actions on this future turn dealing with this, that opens up a window for me because you're not doing other thing. For example, healing or adding another damage. Yeah. Re- or Well, they might play damage reduction into this, but... Uh, that's something that a lot of players may not realize is trying to force your opponent to burn actions at certain times to give yourself elongated windows to close the game out. Yeah. And I think that's, like you said, it is a larger discussion to have. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think it's a valuable game, at least something to keep in the back of your head as you're playing. Oh, it's an important skill to learn as you're playing the game for sure. So, yeah. so I think we're both in agreement. Blast Chamber, we're both pretty excited to sleeve this card up. Definitely. And what's and funny is it's going to be in totally different cards, decks. Yeah. Well, it's a common, so we should be able to get a few copies of this. Yes. But if you take it and we don't have a few copies, I'll, <laughs> I'll hunt you down. Um, we'll, and it we'll won't fig- be hard. Yeah. We'll figure okay. out a way, wife. We'll, we'll make it happen. So moving from there, we have our, t- our newly revealed tech hero. And that's Clock Smasher Crud. Who... I'm looking at the artwork, and his hammer is literally just a bunch of gears, presumably gl- super glued together. And I'm okay with that. It's kind of funny. I mean, I think with the back gear, it might be soldered in there. Sure. Maybe. So, so he is a time superior hero, 31 health, and his ability is take one damage. Funny, we were just talking about this. I know, right? It's you crazy. may rotate one of your combo buffs one step forward. Now, I'll, I, we've said it before, I'm not a humongous fan, especially when it's on an ability like this, like you have to actively do it as opposed to, uh, yeah. you know, do, like when you play this type of card, do the rotation. I'm not a huge fan of this, but it is notable that it rotates combo buffs. Yeah. Obviously, most and, of them are action buffs. Yeah. So, I, I like him. He's, I mean, I like him more, especially when you mix him in with Blast Chamber. Mm-hmm, of um, course. I mean, that's going to be in this have, deck. That means you're always going to have it there. Exactly. Um, I don't think it's really... Yes, that's true. You're not wrong. But at the same time, I don't think Blast Chamber is really going to need... Like, You're not going to have to play Clock Smasher in order to be able to reset your Blast Chambers. This is true. I, I don't, don't think, think you're going to have to, but I think mm-hmm. you could yeah. make it easy. But 
As for the actual ability, again, because it specifically interacts with combos, there is some potential there. I'm not super excited about it because... So, unless the combo inherently... So, it has to have corners that you care about rotating. So, we're not talking about combo attacks or combo defense. Has to be combo buffs, obviously. Yeah. It has to be a combo buff that probably gives you extra actions on the turn it's played in order to get the value out of it. Because otherwise, you're just passing the turn to your opponent and they go, okay, clearly I don't want that thing sticking around. Blow it up. Yeah. Now, obviously, there's always the opportunity that they don't have it. You can protect it in other ways or maybe, you know, whatever. But it feels like you're you're asking a lot when your opponent's going to pick up your hero, read the card text, and go, huh, I think their deck may be based on combos. I, I don't know. <laughs> you know, it, it, it seems like it's going to be a lot of hoops to jump through. Now, that being said, tech does have a number of combos that produce additional actions, but it's going to have to be on a combo that you also want to rotate because otherwise you're assuming that you've not only played the action granting combo, but another one. Yeah. Now, spoiler alert, we may have something for that a little bit later, but for now I'm not super excited, but maybe we'll circle back to this as we look at some of the later previews. I'm, I'm not super excited, but I have some ideas spinning in the back of my head for him. And I want to have one that you want to share wife. Um, I can't remember the card name, so maybe next time we record, I'll <laughs> okay. have a better list. I have the picture, I have the stuff, but I can't think of the oh, okay. themselves. Well, we'll leave everybody in suspense with that. So, yes. our next one is Giant Stomper. So, my question is, is it Giant Stomper, as in it's large and it stomps, or is it a Giant Stomper and it squishes Giants? Asking the real questions there. <laughs> these, are, these are the hard-hitting questions the, that the people uh, need to know. <laughs> I mean, I think he's just a big stomper. Sure. We'll, we'll go with that because we'll get into the actual Plus cards. there are two creeples and I don't know. The one now in the bottom right, like, I don't know what it is about him or her, but that guy looks like you're going to have a bad day if you meet him. Or her. He looks like, um, he, he looks like, oh, what's the movie where you're not supposed to feed them after midnight? Gremlins? Yeah, he kind of looks like a gremlin. I was going to say critters, or he kind of, I can't tell if the teeth, so on the one on the top left, it, clearly there are uh, underfangs, and then yeah. there are tusks, and then there's other sharp teeth. I can't tell if that's like a humongous row of really tightly packed fangs or is it like a baleen whale i think it's like a baleen whale because that makes that picture suddenly it changes that guy's whole smile yeah it does (laughs) but anyway artwork aside i do actually like the artwork on this but anyway uh the giant stomper is a mechanical buff clunky 555 already got my attention it's a robot buff Got my attention even more. Instead mm-hmm. of discarding store Creeble cards under this card, up to three. Attack ability. If three cards are stored, do rotation damage and discard the top card of the recipient's deck. I I like discard cards. Yeah, but... it. So I, I was real excited. 
And then it kind of pulled me back because it literally does nothing until you played yeah. three other cards. This is true. So, again, it it's tough because we are seeing some cool Creebles. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. And the whole cross-family theme of, in this case, we see robots and Creebles, but we've seen other ones where it's X and Creeble. Mm-hmm. I, I appreciate the efforts, but those are challenging to build to begin with because then it's, am I getting enough of the one family to support the other and vice versa? But in this case, the card text is blank until you've gotten the third card. So you need to play this, play a Creeble. Next turn, play two Creebles. Then you can do something, and it takes three turns to get the full value. That's true. The more you're, the more you're talking, the less in love with this card I am, except for the artwork, obviously. Well, <laughs> exceptions can always be made for the artwork. Yeah. So, I'm not a huge right. fan. I think it's it's a lot of work, and the fact that it's going to take you at least three turns to make it do something, most likely. I mean, I get why it. it is so resource intensive because oh yeah mill and especially repeatable but that's also one of my issues with it is so you have the mill which is for anybody who's not familiar you want to go look up mill fallacy and we've talked about it before i hesitate to say that it's less applicable to this game because of the way combos work and you just have smaller deck sizes but there's not really functional difference between your opponent milling a card and that card being on the bottom of your deck and you never drawing it. Yeah. There's really not much functional difference. Um, And the fact that it's this mill tied to, you know, a fairly chunky damage amount feels to me like it's at odds because do you want this in an aggressive deck? Do you want this in a mill deck? Like, where is it supposed to fit? Mm Mm-hmm. Obviously, one of the answers is it fits in both, but... I mean, does it... Like, in an aggro deck, it kind of fits, but it makes me nervous. I mean, there are, there are a fair amount of aggro Creeble cards, but I think... Like, compare it to Blast Chamber. You have significantly yeah. less effort to get your first five. It, and by less effort, I mean it's just waiting. And then you could play or draw cards. You don't have to be playing into it and then opening yourself up to buff removal. It's just, okay, you got a one for one, not a, you know, X for one because I had to fill my deck with potentially suboptimal cards just to activate this. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you you have to invest more actions to do the damage. Yeah. I, I don't know. And you can't even... Like, since you can't do an act like the same action in a turn more than once, mm-hmm. that kills it even more. Yeah, I'm I'm not super thrilled by this one, but yeah, maybe there's something there. Uh, so moving from there, we have our another unique. Well, I guess we haven't gotten to the other unique one, but one of the unique combos, and this is hyper rewind. So it's triple yes. time, triple three of them. Yeah. It's a combo defend, it's burn, move up to two discarded action buffs into play, rotate them two steps forward. So, I think the effect is really cool. Yeah. I think it's interesting that we have a triple combo, but man, like, that is going to be a nightmare to try and, yeah, yeah, like, I mean, we're clearly going to be getting more time stuff, and I've certainly played decks where it's like, yeah, I'm basically all in on 
said element. But triple time is, like, a lot. Yeah, it is. That's a lot. I... I'm biased right now, because anytime I ever needed time to pay for combos previously, and this happened to me at Nationals, um, it never showed up. Now, granted, that all comes down to deck building, etc. And if I have this as what I plan to be a large part of my of my deck, then I'll include more time buffs, but I don't like having to have time things in my combos. Well, I think it's... I think there's certainly potential here, so I'm not entirely sure... I'm trying to pull up the card database real quick to see... Ooh. Now, I'm looking at standard time buffs. It yeah. doesn't have to be time... It, it So the card text doesn't require that you return two action time buffs to play. But I would assume that you're going to be looking for time buffs in order to play them. I'm not super excited by those. Um, yeah. The ones that are in standard. There are some decent mechanical ones, but I'm not sure that you're just randomly splashing them. Now, for explosives, there are a number of buffs that you could run out there early. Your opponent has to respect and then they'll get removed. So, for example, a bombling. Your opponent's probably going to have to respect that. Colossi yeah. Cannon, Maniacal Machine, Scatterbot. All these things, if you run them out there, your opponent has to respect them because they represent a significant amount of damage. So now, if you can back up your explosive buffs with enough time, defends, attacks, whatever, maybe this is a thing. It's I'm really, willing. Mm. I'm willing to res- to respect this card for its potential, right? But like you said, I think three to- three time is a lot. Um, and I don't know. I'm. I can't decide if I like this card or if I just think it's way too much. I think a lot of that's yeah. going to come down to what time cards I can play that are decent enough now, in order to pay for it. Now, remember, you can always... If you operate under the assumption that you're going to be paying for this with another combo, you could pay for it with a double time combo. That's true. That doesn't necessarily alleviate the fact that you're going to have to be heavy time because then you still need another time card no matter what. Like, you don't have a choice. Um, Which conveniently leads us to. (laughs) Well, before we get there, um, I think there are a lot of of time actions and defends that potentially have value. So Chrono Angler is something that you're fine playing virtually regardless of the tech build yeah um time sifter is another reasonable one uh chrono warper usually is somewhere on the the drawing board at the very least uh blast fuel battery so you get a bunch of of potential card draw tutor options that can do things and then also new cards clearly so I think this is one to keep an eye on. It's just, man, that that cost is steep. Um, so you really need them to 
those buffs to be abundant. Yeah. Well, they need to be super valuable. And yeah. again, it also limits what ones you can target because you presumably want to get ones that do a thing. You know, like they, yeah. you're going to rotate them, get multiple corners worth of value or get to an important corner immediately. Yeah. Uh, one of them is one of my personal favorites is Crumbling Tower, but okay, great. You t- maybe you tag them for 14, but then you're taking 14 the next turn. Uh, so you better make sure that closes the game out. Yeah. So it, it definitely has potential. We'll have to see. Mm-hmm. So you sounded like you want to move right on to the next one, wife. So we'll get I there. I do want to move on to the next one. So the next one is Reckless Tinkerer, another Kreeble. And? It's also time um, and, a, and an attack. You may restart a buff on the recipient and deal four damage. Yes. So, I like this card. Um, Tell us one, why. The Kreeble. I like, mm-hmm. well, I, like the fact that we're building more Kreebles is a thing. Now, here's a potential time. Um, but there's so many times when you know you could probably... It gives you more time to get to your removal if you need it. Or... Well- Mm. lull them into a false sense of complacency and be like, oh, by the way, restart that, and then you like they'll play more stuff. They'll like they'll have to waste more time either no not playing anything, so you can't remove a bunch of things at once. Or um they have to throw it out there and then you can remove a bunch of things at once. The so, four damage, I'm not too excited about. I mean, the four damage the four is, fine, is Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. But I do like... And it also gives you more time to get your removal. So, notable to me is that it's a way to interact with buffs that... Tech is always constantly dancing around Crazed Bomber. Like yeah. The entire faction it is rotating around the axis of Crazed Bomber because... I guess they'll just never get an actual buff removal outside of that. You get things like BlastBot, where it can only remove certain things, or you get Warp Toad, or you get this, and you could never just go, no, I want to get rid of that buff and leave mine alone. So it it makes deck building very difficult, because if buff-focused decks are a problem, and you're tech-heavy, it limits what you're allowed to build, essentially. Yeah. Or you're, you're forced into certain other things. Yeah. And this would also be a fun one for all those, like, dread, and I could even think of a couple of nature cards that deal damage to its owner before it gets to the big damage at the end. Well, you're probably thinking of Soul Trader. I don't know if you really want to restart that one. True. But I'm I'm, tr- there's a, I'm trying to think. I'm, can I don't think, think there are any more. nature cards. I thought there were a couple nature. Maybe I'm wrong. But I think my my concern with this one is again, you're because of the craze bomber thing, you're you're dancing around doing kind of a mediocre effect. Yeah. Um restarting it means that they're gonna get the value eventually anyway, so you're just buying yourself time. And there are very few buffs that don't say you know, are like blank 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 big thing that are actually playable. So my yeah. point is, is okay, you're restarting the buff, but... So you say really they... Want they to. Well, let's take this scenario. They play Blast Chamber. 
you only have one turn to restart it. Yeah. So, like, they play it, you get a turn, it rotates to its second corner, it's about to do five, you can restart it. Which buys you a little bit of time, but it's not a humongous block. And maybe if you're playing an aggressive deck, it's really just, you're racing against time anyway, so it might be fine. But I... I guess the way I'll put it is, I'm, I don't like this card, but I feel that it's necessary, because what else are you going to do instead? Yeah. Plus, I, as you I said... I think the, that's a valid way to describe it. What else are you going to do? Exactly. And you said, you brought it up, it's a Kreeble also, so it's something to keep in mind given the general theme of this set. Yes. So, moving from Reckless Tinkerer, we do have our one and only Cage of Oppression. It's our one oh, and only so sad. one and only neutral card from this set of reveals at this time. So it's yeah. a clunky buff. Blank, blank, blank. <laughs> it can't be removed or restarted. So it could be returned. Yeah. At the end of your turn, deal one damage to your target. This bypasses damage reducing effects and can't be increased or trigger other effects. Rotate this one step forward if you heal for two or more. I don't know how I feel about this, because every time I'm like, eh, it, it's okay, but then it's, oh, well, it bypasses damage effects, and if you're playing aggro, maybe you don't care. I just don't know yeah. where you'd find the room for this. This is, I feel like this would be the extra card at the end. Your 36th or 37th card? Yeah. That being said, it has possibly the greatest artwork in the game. <laughs> Um, just because it has a voodoo doll i don't i don't know why this card is quite as amusing to me as it is but uh, it is um i mean i kind of yeah. like it the fact it it's cool that it can't be removed uh it's annoying that it, i get why it can't be restarted but that's kind of annoying the fact that it can be returned i guess if you have self-returning cards so like mm -hmm the warp toad ability it's like i'll bounce theirs and oh i'll restart my cage of oppression that was about to expire um i think you're almost better off just assuming you're never gonna heal yeah and playing around it that way um or if you're gonna heal just go in humongous bursts and only do it a couple times as opposed to you know like you wouldn't want to play this in nature and then have something like the card we previewed or and talked about earlier that it's you know heal for two three times because yeah, then that ruins don't us. Want that. um i i don't know i I, think, I agree with what your assessment was that i i think this one's going to end up on the cutting room floor at the end of the yeah. day yeah and i think this might end up like if it ends up being played i think this is just one of those cards that just doesn't really do much other than irritate your opponent to death, mm -hmm. which is a valuable playing style. I've <laughs> hey, done you it put your opponent on tilt, it happens. I have done it in other games where I just irritate people to death, and it works. I don't know. Um, I, I look at this and say, why am I playing this instead of Colossi Sky Cannon? The obvious yeah. answer is, oh, well, they're below 20, but getting them below 20 is usually the hard part, and then you're trying to close the game out from there. Yeah. This is going to take forever. And then you have to also dance around other things. So, yeah. 
I don't know. I'm I'm not a huge fan of this guy. I think I think he could be fine. So I, we've like, said I that like, a few times. I like, yeah, I like I like the thought behind it, and what, I want to try to find a way to make it work. What I was going to say is, and I've talked about this offline with other people, and I think also with you, wife. the The phrase "it's fine" is kind of like a death knell in card games, it where really it's is. like. Okay, the, yeah, the, the card's fine. It does its thing, and it's not great. It's not spectacular, but it's not. It's kind of bad. When you get yeah. into that middling ground, it's that's like the final it's, nail in the coffin for a card because you know it clearly isn't exciting you in any capacity. Yeah, um, you don't have you know a very strong reaction either way, meaning that it's probably too much effort. Yeah. So, I think that's where I land on this one. I think that's, yeah, definitely. So, moving into Dread, there are some cards in here that I'm pretty excited about. But the first one up is Conclave... Shocking. Well, yes. <laughs> Who'd have thunk it? So, <laughs> Conclave Spy is a shadow buff, non-rotating. When any of your buffs are about to be removed by another hero, heal for one and move your last discarded action card to your hand. So... This is kind of cool because it's kind of like Noxious Assassin where, and I guess that's the theme is all of the assassins slash stealthy guys react to your opponent's buff removal, I guess. Is yeah. The, the underlying theme. I don't quite get the the connection there, but it does seem to be consistent. But anyway, um, well, I take that back. There's a few other assassin and spy whatever i'm not going to digress on that um (laughs) that'll take a while yeah and it's pointless so it's kind of like noxious assassin in that you you slam this your opponent is going to want to deal with it first because once you've triggered it more than once i feel like you've gotten some pretty significant value out of it yeah um you're clearly so it limits you in what you can get because it has to be your last discarded action card. So if another copy of this is your last one, that's going to feel kind of bad, which is probably why they added the heal for one just to fill it out. But presumably you're not playing bad cards in your deck. You yeah. would like to get the effect of any of them again. I hope you're not playing bad cards yeah. in your deck. So the only other thing to dance around is burn. So, you know, if you shadow puppet something as your last action for a turn, your opponent now has a window to make Conclave's spy bad. But I this is another one where, and I know we just talked about, it's fine. This seems a little bit better than just fine. Yeah, but it's I still, think, well, I think there's ahead, something wife. there. Mm. I think... Um, I could see running a couple copies of this, but I could also see it being like, the 40th card where it's like yeah i'd like to include it but there's even some ahead of it in the line i don't know i i mean i don't play dread terribly often but i think it could be fun and i think it would make your opponent not wary to to discard your buffs but they would have to do some more thinking yeah and I don't know yeah. if that's enough, though. Like, So making them think a little bit more doesn't necessarily win you the game. Whereas that's Noxious true. Assassin at least is dealing damage to them. And that's shortening the distance you need to go. This is drawing you cards, essentially. Yeah. 
And don't get me wrong, I do like the effect. I'm just not sure. I think the card's good. I'm just not sure if it's good enough to make the cut. Um, I could certainly see it being played. Yeah. Uh, so it's something that I'm anxious to try out and actually run in a deck and say, okay, yes, this is... Or if I'm playing a deck and I say, okay, well, I really need to make sure that I'm recurring certain effects or I need multiple copies of an effect, but I just can't play anymore. Okay, well, maybe this just a recursion them. Mm-hmm. Since it moves it right to your hand, that's it, like a lot of other recursion effects, shuffle them back into your deck or put them on the bottom and it's like... It's a lot of effort yeah. to get them again. This is no, you get it right, right now. You get it right back, and that I do like that part about it a lot. Yeah. So it's definitely. I think this is one to keep your eye on. Definitely a watch card. Yep. So our next one is <laughs> Gorehack the Chopper. <laughs> That's a name. So before we get into the card, this is another artwork digression. Is this guy like? Frankenstein's monster because that is a lot of serious looking stitches all over yeah. him like that's a lot I think he has to be or, or like for you or, Diablo fans out there the butcher I, yeah I was thinking that he looks like the butcher so play, fu- play fusion is this I a nod the to the butcher apron. it could I mean um, and there's a lot of meat hooks like, there are a lot of meetups. This is yet another guy that is... You probably don't want to meet him in a dark alley. Like you're There's go- there's a bunch of those guys that you don't want to meet. You're going to have alley. a bad day. So, anyway, onto the actual card. It's a 30 health death superior hero. And his card text is, When any of your beast cards are discarded, draw a card. Now, death is not typically, or at least... Not what I think of when I think of beast cards, but there are a significant amount of, well, maybe not significant amount, but there were some decent beast cards prior to rotation that were available to Dread as a whole. Yeah. Um. So now they, I'm just going to name a few of them. Uh, Devourer was a beast card. Draga Hunter. Toxic Frog. Those are the the major ones, unfortunately. Yeah. That's why I, I rolled it. I walked it back a little bit on a lot. So, I mean, Gorge Stalker and Swamp Creeper are also there, but we're looking at a lot of those going away in the near future. Mm-hmm. So, I'm very curious to see if now Death or Dread as a whole are going to get this Beast sub theme. I mean, I mean, they kind of have to, or this guy's pointless because I I can't imagine that it's worth playing Dread pull in a bunch of of beast cards which are probably going to be on the lower power end because they they get the benefit of being part of that family so like that's mm-hmm. factored into the card economy when it's designed yeah. uh i don't think it's unless they there's a huge quantity of them this guy i think is going to be in for a tough time yeah, unless there's a major influx of beasts, I don't see I don't see him having a great day. Yeah. Uh I'm going to go out on a limb and like I said assume that we're going to see a lot, but at the same time there's only so many card slots in this given set and mm-hmm. going by the card database with the uh standard filter on, 
we're looking at now this is not beast buffs this is just dread beast cards draga hunter and gorge stalker yeah like okay sure and one they, more coming up very soon well we'll get there uh draga hunter i'm okay with gorge stalker i'm really not for the most part yeah. um i mean i know people are or have been playing what is it stone not is it stone talent assassin i can picture the artwork and it's yes. it's deal three trigger one of your abilities um so that's a thing i guess because in gorge stalker's case it'll be deal five or deal six then and heal for that uh, smaller amount and then do it again if you reactivate it it's Again, it's fine, but I don't know if that's enough to justify playing this guy. Yeah. So we'll we'll have to wait and see, unfortunately, because there, I don't think there's enough information to judge it appropriately. But, as you were alluding to, we do get a new beast. Hey, look, it's you on a card. That's not very nice. I know, I'm okay with that's it. That's not very nice. Or it's the putrid is it? behemoth. It is the putrid behemoth. It's a four-corner poison buff. So I have a lot of things to say about this card, but we'll, we'll get to it in a moment. So it's a four-corner poison buff. It's a beast. It's X333. As this enters play, discard a card, deal rotation amount of damage to your opponent. Yeah. So it's a poison buff. So that immediately in my head says, hey, Grimus, you got a new friend. I think so. Uh, we just talked about the hero that cares about beast buffs, and it's in order. So, And you could even discard a beast. beast Which to... I... Go ahead. Yeah, you could discard a beast to get to draw, so you not end up you don't end up down a card. But that's the and... that's the thing, wife is it doesn't stop there for the the benefits on that, and that's yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because I wanted to call attention to it. So yes, you don't have like you erase the negative line on this. We'll say, yeah. But the other thing is is that you can filter for so in other games you'll refer to it as looting, and there's there's a long history behind that. I'll it, it it's not important for the discussion. It's just. If you hear that term, either us saying it or other people, that's what we're referring to. Discarding a card to draw a card or drawing a card, then discarding a card. Uh, that sort of effect. So the reason this matters is you may end up with, and this is again going out on a limb, that there are going to be a lot of situational beast buffs that you play. Mm -hmm. That are, you know, they deal with specific families as like a hate card. Or they just aren't great in this situation. So you could pitch that beast card to go dig for something else um, yeah it it's a because of the previous hero's power it's allowing you to go find something it's not necessarily just i am not down a card by playing this it's also i'm going to find something that's more important than the cards i currently have in my hand yeah and uh, i mm. always look for that like I look for a way not only to draw cards, but to get rid of the crap. Yeah, because it's not and... necessarily... Again, you're not playing bad cards in your deck. They just may not be good in this matchup or at this yeah. time. And you'd rather have whatever instead. Yeah. Obviously, so it's not as good I as straight like card, card draw. Oh, yeah, I really like this guy. Nine damage yeah. is a lot out of a single card. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's respectable. I think the artwork's cool. 
I it's a beast buff, and I'm always excited to play beast decks. I'm glad that now beasts are becoming a thing in my favorite order. Um, yeah, like I'm really excited about this guy. I think I it's gonna look. I think it's gonna look sweet as a foil. Yeah, it will. Like that is gonna look awesome. Yeah, I'm really excited to yeah, get this will. one in hand. So, uh, any other thoughts on future Behemoth Wife? Other than I can already see you planning a deck around it. I already have, no. like, three decks planned around it. Uh, yeah, I figured. <laughs> and we only had the card for, like, two days at this <laughs> point. And we don't even have it. We don't have it for real. Anyway, uh, so now we're on to our Dread combo. It's a combo attack. Tainted Miasma. Why? The, the artwork's going to give me nightmares. I don't know why. It just weird me mushrooms. Out. With this coming out of skulls. Well, I mean, the mushrooms don't care where they're growing, wife. They're just growing. Well, they're mushrooms just, themselves the mushrooms are, are just living their best life, wife. I mean, they can live their best life and not look so creepy. But anyway, continue. Uh, so, Tainted Miasma. It is a poison shadow combo attack. Burn, five damage. Move the last two discarded poison buff cards. Or, excuse me, move the last two discarded poison cards. From your discard pile to your hand. See, I'm already mentally shortcutting it to... Oh, it's always poison buffs, but it's poison cards. Yeah. I like this one. Like, this, this is pretty good. I think I think it'll be useful. Deal five, like, draw two cards seems pretty good. Yeah. And it's... And if you play it properly, it's... Deal five, draw the exact two cards that you want. Yep. And, yeah, I like it. I'm, I'm pretty happy with this. I mean, there's no, obviously, Grimus is going to play this. I can't think of off the top of my head even any poison burn cards. Oh, what? That would be fun. What? Because Behemoth is poison. Yep. So you play Gorehack, you play Putrid Behemoth, you discard a Putrid Behemoth, you draw a card, you go through the Putrid Behemoth, and then. You play Tainted Miasma and get both your future behemoths back and do it all over again. It seems pretty good. Like, again, this is not going to... I mean, well, I, yeah. So compared to the other buffs, I I really like this thing, or other buffs, other combos. I really like this card because it's, like you said, draw the two cards you want. Yeah. Most likely. Um, and it's also, again, something that's going to help Grimus out a lot because... He, you want Grimus to be a thing so bad. Grimus? No. Okay, let's let's stop. We need to talk about this, wife, because this, <laughs> this is some serious talk right now. So, real talk, Grimus, his power is insane. Yeah. His power is, is ludicrous. But the, the thing that's been holding him back up to this point was, well, A, the power level in other decks was out of this world, like off the charts compared to him. Yeah. But given the rotation, given the you know the cutting down of the card pool, he is one of the few ways to inherently protect your other buffs. But there's also the primary issue of there just aren't a lot of good poison buffs. Now yeah. that we've got the behemoth, we're starting to get up there. We're starting to build it up. But this card is going to help ensure that you continually have the gas to keep your foot on the gas. Yeah. So you're conti- Draga Hunter, we talked about it before. There's another, you know, if you play it on the beast end, you know, you can just continually keep pressuring your opponent. And if you I go out, 
regret making a snide comment about Grimus. I made apologize. It. This is your first mistake. I that's I one <laughs> for my slight against Grimus. Well, the, no, I let's think he'll be a thing. Let's bring it back from Grimus. Let's let's put Grimus aside for the moment. Put it, put a, a cap on on the uh, greasy grimy guy. So let's talk about Gorhak. We just looked at Putra Behemoth. We have Draga Hunter. Again, we're assuming that we're going to see more, uh, more beast cards. Maybe some of them will be poison, or just there are general poison cards that you want to run anyway. Yeah. I think this is respectable to run there to, again, ensure that you're refilling with what you need. Yeah, and I do. I do totally agree. I think this is, this is going to be a good way to keep the energy up. And I think it's going to be a good way. I I think it's going to be a really good card. Yeah, I really like I it. Again, it's not it's like the um, nature one. I I was drawing a blank on what I was trying to say. Would uh, like the nature one that we had started out with. It's I think this is better, um, or it feels better. I don't know, just because it's you can control what cards you're going to see, even though if you're getting less quantity of cards, it also does it immediately. Yeah. Um, that one was, okay, that's pretty good. This, I feel, is pretty strong, which is, I know that those aren't, like, numbers and very precise, but it feels better to me. Yeah, it does feel better. So. Any other thoughts on our Dread Combo, Wife? Other than I already know you're going to be playing it probably the second the set comes out? No. Absolutely. Like, first first couple decks are going to be including this card. Yeah. So now we move into Mountain. So we're starting out with the mountain combo, Crystalline Reflection. It's combo defend. It's earth crystal, five healing, burn. If your last discarded card is an action buff, move it to play. So it's a five healing geode hatchling. Yeah. Now geode hatchling was nuts. Like that that card was really good. Uh, There's a nature version of it only for beast buffs. This is... Obviously, you're going to set this up so that you can get something back. Clearly, you're you're not going to run it out there for the five healing unless you absolutely have to. This, fall, again, falls in the category of, yes, I'm probably playing this combo, but I think it's more in line with our first review, Bane Blood, than it is with our most recent one. Yeah, I think you're right. It's cheap, which is good. Yep. Um... Like if this cost any more than two, there was no way that you would ever. No, you you would need significantly more than this. Um, but yeah, I think it's fine. Yeah, and I, I, like I don't say that as a fine as in a death sentence fine. I think this is going to be a good, a good reliable card to have in the background, yep. sort of thing. It's old I faithful. Think, yeah, it's going to be an old faithful card to keep in there. You're. I'm not writing letters, uh, love letters about this thing, but I, I'm i not going to be embarrassed to be seen in public with it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's just, that's a heck of a descriptor. Anyway. <laughs> so moving on from there, we go to Flame Shard Giant. It is a fire attack and it's elemental, which are two things that I'll touch on in a moment. Uh, three damage. Increase the damage and healing of your Kreeble cards by two for the rest of the turn. That sounds like an aggro card to me, wife, so let me kick it over to you yep. before I talk about anything. Um, so, ideally, you're, get, you're getting at least five damage out of this. Um, 
The biggest thing is I hate that, like, okay, yes, you can increase your creeple cards by two for the rest of the turn. Now there are going to be ways where you could technically get more out of it than just one card. But I think that's going to have to be a perfect setup sort of thing. Yeah. Like, I think you're, you're more reasonably looking at, like, nine damage one. across the two yeah. cards. Yeah. Which is fine. Um, but that, I think, is more is, of a that's fine. Like, eh, no, I'm yeah, probably not playing is, this card. I probably... This is an aggro card. It's definitely an aggro card. I just don't know if it's quite aggressive enough. I don't think there are any... To make me excited? I don't think there are any known Kreeble or Mountain Order cards, let alone Fire, that grant you additional actions right now. Yeah. So, like you said, I just... You either have to set it up with a Kreeble buff, Mm. or you're probably getting maybe nine. So, the notable things to me are the family tag and the fact that it's Fire. They're just... And this is kind of what I feel about the fire element in general. Like they're all just fine and in the bad way. Yeah, uh, there's very very few cards that are fire tag that I look at and I go, "Yep, I really want to include that card in you my know, deck." People are going to get angry over that. Because well, I'm sure there's, well, yeah. are you sa- are you saying there there's some fiery emotions about these cards, wife? Is that what you're saying right now? Get out. Get out right now. <laughs> um. But seriously, I because I was trying to play Bloom and Scorch, I was trying to play a number of the new um, newer mountain heroes, and a lot of the time it's just I'm not I'm reaching for cards in fire and going I could be doing all of these things significantly easier in other order, other faction, other element, yeah. whatever. The fact that it has that it's elemental and fire keeps in mind because this seems potentially playable. So there are some Kreeble fire cards. Um, maybe we're going to get some additional help, but this is one that I don't think is playable without help in this set. Like, I don't think this is playable with the yeah, known needs, cards. Yeah, it needs some backup coming up behind these. I will say this is also probably going to look pretty cool as a foil. Yeah, it will. Definitely so. will. Uh, so one of our, at the time of this recording, older reveals is sleeping volcano so it's another fire card it's a buff it's a location buff it's also clunky so i'm i'm, I'm getting excited wife mm-hmm. uh you on corners one to three at the start of your turn rotate it one step backwards when you play an elemental card rotate the buff one step forward and on the last corner you tag them for eight all right so you would need to play, let's say you play this, you probably don't play a elemental card the turn that you play it, because then it would just rotate back and do nothing. Yeah. So you play two the next turn, it rotates back one, then you got to play two more, so for a total of four, to get this to go off. Are there that many elementals that I care about? No. <laughs> Funny you say that. I'm go with no. Well, there are. Uh, okay. The, but here's the caveat: they're not mountain. 
Okay. I mean, they they kind of are. So I take that back. There are there are some. I'm I'm just skimming the card database real quick. So the first ones that come to mind, weirdly enough, now when people are looking for elementals, is Abyss Tentacle. Yeah. So there's that one. There's a a bunch of well, not a bunch, but there's some storm ones that are okay. Uh, things that would interest you in particular would be Flame Bat. Yeah. Flame Chained Warrior. There's about flame bat. one of my favorite cards, Haunting Dreadling in Dread. Apparently, Lunar Shrieker in Astral is an elemental, which, sure, I I don't know. In Mountain, though, you get Mountain Breaker, which is one of my new favorite cards. You get Molten Terror, which might in- interest you, so it's a buff that it deals three when it comes out, and then on corners two and three, reduces your opponent's healing by two. So it doesn't do damage, but, you know... Cripples their healing. Yeah. Um, Spark Wisp is an elemental. I mean, and clearly we're going to get more. But Mm -hmm. this one, that's a lot of effort to do eight. Yeah. It is a lot of effort. One way you could look at it is if you're assuming they're all attack cards that you're playing. And your opponent doesn't remove it. You're adding two damage to each of those cards. Mm-hmm. And you're not drawing any cards in between because you can't, you can, like, once you play this, you can't take turns off. Yeah, you really can't. Because you'll, it'll just reset itself and then, well, like, that was a waste. Yeah, so you need, you need to have it, you need to have it ready to go is the biggest thing. The, it seems like it's going to be too much, I don't know, do you feel the wise wife? You need to have the way to make it go off in your hand the second you play it. And, yeah, I think it's too much. I think that one of the other frustrating parts is that... So, you'll it'll go off and hit him for eight, right? Yeah. And then it just goes away. It doesn't self-reset or anything like that, which maybe would have been too much. But I feel like if you have to invest five cards in this, then I want a little bit more out of it. I don't know. Then again, at the same time, it is doing eight. Like, eight is a lot. So it's, I I play this, do something, probably draw a card. Next turn, play two elemental attacks. Rotate it, however, rotate back. Play two more, trigger it. That turn where you play the last set of two and deal eight could be a humongously damaging turn. Like, let's mm-hmm. say you do 10 damage across, you know, like a flame bat and something else. You do 10 damage across the other two cards. With this, you're now doing 18. I think it definitely gives you potential for a massive strike. I just think that... It, it gives you potential for a massive strike. I just think it's a lot of work. Now, maybe... It's a lot of work that people are going to be able to do. I think it's worth considering, but, but it's it's going to be... I mean, obviously, it's contingent on how many of those elemental cards that you actually want to play. Yeah. It, and is that the, you actually can play. Yeah, I mean, sure, you got Flame Bat. Uh, you could play Flameborn Tusker or Flame Chained Warrior or something in Faction, Molten Terror, like we talked about. Maybe you're reaching in to Storm to get Spark Wisps or something. So the the turn of Flame Bat, Spark Wisp, Trigger This, Deal 18 is going to feel great. But 
That seems super situational. Well, I mean, I guess it's going to come down to how many of the other cards are you embarrassed to play? Mm-hmm. Because clearly to fill out the slots, it's not all spark whiffs and flame bats. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm not excited to play Molten Swimmer. Yeah. There are a lot of cards that I'm looking at right now that I'm not super excited to play. But there are some that are good. So if you, you went into... Maybe you splash this into Storm. Because then you get this and Flame back because they're both fire. So with Storm, you get Dust Fiend to start. That's which true. is pretty good. You get Spark Wisp, like we talked about. Living Cloud, which I was running in Thundervine and actually is pretty decent. It could be a deal six. Um, maybe that's the better way to go with it. Because mm-hmm. it seems like you're going to get a higher density of respectable elementals. Yeah. I think... Yeah, I don't. I think it would be too much work for me, but if you are up for that type of effort, you go for it. I mean, I'm going to keep it in the back of my mind just because that turn... Like, if I told you, hey, wife, there's a buff coming out that's going to let you do 18 in one turn. Like, that has to catch your attention, right? I mean, that's a good selling point, but... I mean, I, it's not itself doing 18, so it's a, it's a little bit of a, a bait catch, and switch. And the catch is a big catch. I, is it, though? It, so, <sighs> in all seriousness, and you're the aggro person, so you can say otherwise. I will defer to, to your experience. That... Typically for me, in general for light seekers, it's can I set up to and this is outside of you know those weird combo decks. Most of the things I play are can I set up for a scenario where I can do sustained damage output or sustained win condition uh or a sustained effort to get to my win condition, we'll put it that way. Yeah over the course of multiple turns and trying to get into that position to start that chain reaction. So I'm drawing a whole bunch of cards at the beginning of the, of the game or I am trying to set up an end state where I just take over. I would expect that aggro decks, if you have, you know, if your hand is nuts and you have an inherent card draw ability like Zuna or whatever, which are all going away or mostly going away. So sad. You're going to, you know, just come out of the gate screaming. But what I think you do in games where your opponent manages to weather that storm, no pun intended, or you... Like, there are scenarios where, as an aggro deck, you're going to put on some pressure, have to take a couple turns off to refuel, and then you go for your second effort and try and close the game out there. Would this be beneficial to play, you know... One turn where you're just drawing cards anyway, you go, okay, I'll s- sneak in a sleeping volcano. You draw up some cards, and then now you're already going to be trying for that last, maybe not last-ditch effort, but you're going for that last sustainment. And then this ensures that you get across the finish line. Is this, I... I mean, maybe it's a win-more card. But that's I think that's exactly right. I think it feels like a win more card. I I think like if you're getting to the point where you're gonna be able to do that ex like you're gonna be able to do a decent amount of damage to get that extra eight, making feel you real good, making you feel real good, I think I think you're probably already in a good place. But like 
so think about it. We don't have a whole lot of deal sixes anymore, and we definitely didn't. We're not going to across. Um, well, it's not that we're not going to, but it, you know, mountain storm. If we're assuming that route, that you don't have a whole lot of options there. Again, after rotation, so across your four cards. And your opponent is going to see you gearing up for this. So they're going to have healing. They're going to have damage reduction. Are you going to be able to get 20, I mean, like 20 to 30 damage? Twenty. We'll say 25 damage off of four cards? I mean, potentially. Obviously, but... there's the chance there. But it, where I'm going with it is yeah. you may need something like this to make sure you get across the finish line. It may be overkill. So, you know, you you only need 14 damage on that last turn, and this does 18 because it's 5-5 and then 8. But maybe you, you know, this is the only way to get that other one because you need, think of it like you're bombling. Yeah. I guess in my thought process... I always liked bombling, but I never expected it to actually work. Mm. And that's kind of how I feel with this. I like it. I just don't expect it to ever actually work. That's fair. I mean, it, it obviously is going to be out there for a number of turns. Your opponent's going to clearly, you know, see the, the wind-up coming. It's just going to be a matter of, did they have anything else? Because that's the other question. What other buffs are you playing that they aren't just going to go, okay, well, you know, kill that thing? Yeah. So. So... Well, that's yeah. a lot of words okay. about Sleeping Volcano, so let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> so now we have Territorial Mudfoot, another Kreeble, mm-hmm. with a, a very, very chocolatey axe, hammer. Mud? It, it's Chocolate Wife. It's mud. It's chocolate. I, you don't, anyway. <laughs> don't so, even like chocolate. No, I don't. <laughs> that's why it's, anyway. Uh, so it's a Earth Defend card, Kreeble, as we said. Three healing. If another hero has removed any of your location buffs since your last turn, deal five to them. I I play a location I mean, deck and I'm not playing this card. Yeah. I can't imagine that I'm going to want to to do it. I mean, don't get I've had games where um I don't know. I just don't think you're going to need this card. Yeah. But then again, I think it, that's all you have to say well, with this. <laughs> I do want to say more, only that I guess I could see it. You're you're clearly going to have, if you're playing a location deck, your opponent's going to remove them. But yeah. you have to have this and be at a position where playing this is going to do it. Like, it actually matter. Yeah. Five is a decent chunk. Uh, it's... It seems... It's a defend, so it's not like, you know, again... We're dodging the hypothetical exterior defender replacement. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm not super excited to play it, but it, it is going to be in the periphery because I do have some location builds in mind. Um, it, the only place it's going to fit clearly is if you're playing like 100% locations, in which case the Kreeble tag doesn't matter, probably. Yeah. I don't know. It. It may be, the more I think about it, because I was playing them all as Etta in order to get extra value out of them, maybe this opens up the possibility that you don't have to be Etta. Yeah. And if you don't have to be Etta, maybe that's fine. So, okay, I 
I'm kind of selling myself on it, but I'm not. I'm, I'm watching you sell yourself on it. I don't foresee a world in which I play it unless I'm playing a ton of location. Well, yeah, you're playing the and, location deck. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm... I'm, uh, some gears are turning in the back of my head, but I'm I'm struggling to immediately think of the slots that I would shave in order to squeeze this in. Mm-hmm. All right, my chocolatey friend, you're you're gonna go by the wayside for now. We'll have to wait and see. So now anyway. we're on to Storm again. Mm-hmm. One of the older reveals, at least comparatively. So this is a Lily Pad Lurker. It's a water defend. Three healing. While this card is on top of your discard pile, reduce your combo cost by one. This only affects storm elements. Yeah. I mean... Are you excited for this one, wife? I'm potentially excited because there is the potential that you could reduce your cost by two. With one of the... Depending on your heroes. Right. Um, I mean, that would be... The question is, do they rotate? I think Ushi does. Um, I'm trying to... Ushi's rotating, but wasn't there another one? Uh, let's see. The less, less Ushi Ushi? What is Ushi's actual text? Because you're... Oh, they cost... It's... So, this says reduce cost by one ushi's text says they cost one less which is making trying to search the card database difficult interesting um okay, oh so no you're talking about jolty. you're talking about sergeant thunderfin commodore jolty is what i think i was thinking oh okay so you have a bunch of buffs in play you have your combo and then you have Lily Pad Lurker on top, so potentially you reduce it by two. That seems, that seems fun. That it seems, seems super worth... situational, but I think it's worth it. The problem is, is that so I don't think that'll really work in Commodore Jolty for this reason. Commodore Jolty requires that you have more buffs than your opponent, so obviously you have to have minimum one in play. Yeah, you have to play this the turn before to set it up. Me, where I'm going with this like, is you're you're exposing yourself. Like your opponent's going to go, well, they're clearly going to play a combo. Let me pop anything to bury this. Yeah, but I don't know. Well, this is true. This is very true. But I'm just thinking, like, I have Jolty. I play Cage of Oppression out there, and people are like, oh, whatever. I'm just going to ignore it, and then. But this will rotate your Cage of Oppression, wife. No. Yeah, but all, that doesn't but like, matter. I'm, I'm making a joke. Matter. It doesn't matter. It does and, not matter. Well, it I matters, know. I, I guess, if you play it. So you would depending on where, you, like, you got to play no, it correctly. If it even if it was on the last corner, it shouldn't bury it. So that doesn't yeah. matter. Um, you have that. You play Lilypad Lurker, and then you go boom. What I really want, I don't know. What I really want is a. Uh, a storm hero that says something like, at the start of your turn, you may discard a card if you do draw a card. I mean, I want that hero too. I don't think that'll ever see print, without, but it would be cool. Without having that, I like my really janky Commodore Jolty Lilypad Lurker build that I'm building in my head, as I think right now. You have fun with um, that, wife. 
<laughs> I, I don't know if it'll ever actually work, but... I, I mean, don't get me happen. wrong. Reducing all your combos by two is interesting, but then that combo would immediately turn this thing off because it would bury it unless, you know... Yeah. Some weird card text that moves it around or whatever. Um, yeah, I'm... Um, I think that's where it would see play just to get those sort of things because... You know, you'll by accident go, oh, my combo only costs one because of this or cost, yeah. you know, is reduced by Nothing. two. Nothing. What? Well, there, there is that. Because there, so that's a good question. There, Can you reduce it minimal? to zero? Yeah. I don't think that I got to, I'm going to have to check that. So anybody out there listening, watching, well, we'll probably have looked it up by now, but feel free to hit us up if there is a rule that we missed that you cannot reduce things below one because that is common across other games yeah um, i feel like i remember um name shout out i feel like i remember chino talking about it at some point i just don't remember what he said sorry chino it's possible um i would have to look it up and i'm not going to do it on recording right now so we'll we'll yeah. check it out later so any other thoughts before we move on to lush loss trader um just that go storm um, Lush Lost Trader, let's do it. So Lush Lost Trader is a Lunar Defend. It's for healing. You can search your deck for a Chimchu. If you do, after shuffling your deck, put the chosen Chimchu card on top of your deck. I like it. Eh, tell us why you like it, because I'm not super enthused. Um, I like being able to choose the card that I want. I like the four healing isn't bad. Mm-hmm. Um... I, I don't know. I like it. I mean, I it, this... It gives me enough of what I want that I'm okay with it. I don't... I mean, there are definitely good Chimchu cards. I think there are good Chimchu cards out of a Chimchu deck. So, like, you're not actually playing a dedicated Chimchu build that you would want to tutor for because they're powerful enough on your own that you want to see the effects every game, and this gives you sort of extra copies for it. The yeah. problem is, is that it's costing two actions to do that, Mm-hmm. Because you you play this, go get it, put it on top, then you have to spend an action to draw it. Um, and you won't obviously guess... get the effect immediately because you have to wait to draw it. Yeah. That being said... You there... could do it with... God. Well, I'm just thinking that like you could do an infinite dig with like Jaded Diplomat. So like mm. you play this, you get the Chimchu card that you want... You play a Creeble card, you play Diplomat, then you go get to search for another Creeble card. Like, you get to stack how you're playing it, I guess, a little bit. You get all so the like, tutors. Yeah. I don't know. It's just because you love school so much. I do love school. You, you School's are the amazing. Worst. You are the worst. Ravenclaw forever. You are the worst. I know. <laughs> I've accepted it. Anyway, so I... I mean, you're, you're selling me on this. I think four healing is respectable. Um, it's only, obviously, one point more than three, but four feels much more significant. Um, yeah. There's also the point that maybe you want the card on top of your deck for a number of astral, well, reveal the top card of your deck, do thing effects. Uh, or, you know, I'm thinking for Sun Hunter, if it's, if there's a Chimchu that's, when revealed or when drawn, obviously you can't go get Yukoni or Archaeologist with this, but those sort of things where it's, I need it to be on top to impact other things. 
Yeah. So I okay. I I'm starting to like this thing more. Yeah, I think I think with the way Astral is going, it's going to be a useful card. Yeah, I could definitely see this scene play. The more I think about it, so you sold me on it, wife. Congratulations! Hooray! Uh, so moving from there, we have our last preview or, or last uh, reveal, rather. That, Which is redonkulous. So this, this, this was room behind it. This was uh, I got home from work today, and you know I said, okay, let's check and see what was there. We know we're going to be recording. I want to make sure that we're up to date and that we got everything lined up and blah blah blah. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Huh. huh. Like, <laughs> okay. Huh is a very okay. So uh, another, Accurate. just like you were shouting out Sheena before, uh, shout out to all those Superior Seekers team members who I'm sure are all salivating when they saw this yeah. because this is, um, this is so up there, Alex. I feel like Dradalus already has something in mind. Uh, Fatal Zeph might. Uh, there are a few other people on the the team um, that may already have, and I'm sure there are lots of people out there. Let's talk. Let's explain the card first, like. Talk about what it does, and then we'll get into what it can do. So this is our first triple order combo. It's combo defend, it's astral, it's storm, it's tech. Destined power. Five damage to your target. Move any number of combo cards from your hand to your deck. Draw cards face up equal to the number of cards moved, plus three. You may move any combo buffs drawn directly into play. So, play four combos in a turn, wife. What do you got? I so you get to I I'm still I'm still kind of reeling from this. So you play four combos, then you draw seven, and then any combos drawn go into play. So if you're if you're drawing seven cards and you're like down to like the 20s there's a decent enough chance that you're going to get at least one well one of the things that we talked about offline i think how where a lot of this will go and why uh, bova had recently played i think won an online tournament with a combo deck that also was not unlike the fatal zeph one where it's kind of like you get to the end game state and then you just go off and end the game i mean if you get it sooner you could do it, but this one feels like it's going to play like granite in that you want to get to a you minimal cards. Yeah, yeah, get to a minimal amount of cards left in your deck to ensure that you go. Oh, I'm going to draw all the remaining combos, dump them all into play, and then just close the game out immediately. Yeah. So since you're drawing, you know you you're presumably playing this and four combo buffs. I, I assume, or at least that's how I would first think about it. And then, so you're going to drop four combo buffs. You're going to deal five and then drop four combo buffs into play. Yeah. That has to, like, I'm looking at stuff now. Now, there are, I could see you going multiple routes because across these orders, there are a lot of different ones that immediately do damage. So you could play... For example, Blast Shield. You could play Blast Sequence to just get immediate damage. Like, that's 12 across those. You could play some more sort of looping things, like Fatal Mm -hmm. Zeph's build with 
phase shift. Um, you could play some of the heavier ones that will, <clears throat> excuse me, that because you dump multiple combo buffs into play at the end of the game, you just let them tick, and then on their last corners, they just tag your opponent for a gazillion or whatever. Um, you could play a bunch of tech ones that grant you a billion extra actions, and you do all the other things. Um, mm-hmm. There, I see a lot of, obviously, there's a lot of potential for this. Yeah. I have no idea where this is going to go, but obviously, we're going to see a lot of people try this in a lot of decks. Yeah, I... I think it's something worth trying. I think I am not the player to make this happen. But I can definitely recognize some of the players who will definitely do good things with this card. So one thing to to keep in mind with this is that, and this is something to temper enthusiasm. So you're going to need access to the elements in question or and they're going to go the most nervous. Yeah. yeah or it's going to go dormant. So, and because you're now triple order, you clearly have to be playing a presumably dual hero. Maybe we're going to see triple heroes in this set. Like, is this a, a like a, a slight hint that we're going to see a triple order hero? Cause that or would be kind of cool. dual heroes that play many items. Well, that's what I was going to say is where you're going to have to play yeah. it because otherwise you're going to be exceptionally limited in what the options are. Yeah. Because then you would need something that's like double time, double lightning, double lunar, you know, or something mm-hmm. like that just to ensure that your buff actually does something. I mean, you yeah. could, I take that back. You could play. I mean, you could, you could play Commodore Jolty, Lilypad Lurker. And then just one other card totally works. Well, yes, but you still need the elements to be able to get the buffs. But you, yes, you could do that. What I was going to say is you could play a plain old regular hero and then you get the full suite of their buffs and then just splash for, you know, if it's a tech hero so that you get, say you want to play anti-magic pulse and, uh, and turbo sphere so that you're getting extra actions. You know, if that's the route you want to go, mm-hmm. then you would splash for Lunar Storm just to ensure that, you know, you can play this thing, but all of the combo buffs that you're going to dump into play are going to be tech. Yeah. And I think that could be reasonable because, like I started out with, Blast Sequence and Blast Shield seem fine. Like, I like both of those combos, dumping them right into play for free. Seems pretty good. Um, I don't know. This seems like... It's so powerful that it feels like there has to be a deck with it. We've seen that decks can get to, I'm going to draw my whole deck and then start doing stuff. So if that strategy is possible, then we have to assume that it is reasonable to play this card and therefore okay, it does enough powerful things that I expect we're going to see it. Yeah. I... I don't know. I'm like, I'm this... I'm still reeling from the fact that it has three, that it needs all three. I think that's going to take me a while to wrap my head around that. So, 
I'm really curious now, across a lot of games, and this one included, obviously, um, each faction, order, color, side, allegiance, whatever, has its own strengths and weaknesses. So Mm -hmm. if the overlapping, assuming that they're saying that the overlap between Astral Storm and Tech is that they draw cards and then move things into play, which mm-hmm. I don't think would have been what I would think of because I the first thing that comes to mind is actually nature and tech for moving stuff into play. But anyway, um, what presumably we're going to see the other combinations or at least some of the other combinations of three orders in this set. Yeah. What are they going to do? I don't know. It's, it, to match this, they have they, to be nuts, like, to, to have some yeah. super splashy effect. And, of course, they have to be because... Dread Mountain nature, so... An undead mountain with trees all over it comes back to life and stomps people to the ground. I have no right? idea why you went there, but okay, sure. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. But, in all seriousness, like, it, it's a huge cost, it's a huge investment... Uh, because unless, again, unless we see triple order heroes, even a dual order, you're forced into playing some number of items and some number of Tantosian blacksmiths, which limits yeah. your, you know, you just don't have as many deck slots. Well, does blacksmith uh, count as a chimchu? I'm pretty sure it does. Okay, because it is a chimchu, but that was before chim, like adding those was a thing. It does count as a chimchu because it got reprinted, remember? Okay, well, yeah. I mean, they updated a bunch of the cards, but yeah, it also did get reprinted. Um, All right. I'm just, I'm trying to make this work even more in my head and I'm having... It's going to take time to, to figure this out. Yeah. What type of being is that? Do we know? No. <laughs> okay. I'm just, I, I'm I have just no wondering. idea. I can't even necessarily, t- like... Are they organic? I or they I can't tell. I think organic, but I straight up cannot tell. And I mean, that is it could be me. could be some kind of elemental tech crossover thing. I mean, that I don't think there are any lunar uh, astral yeah. elemental. Well, there are some. We talked about lunar shrieker earlier, but um, I don't know. I like this card. It's clearly a Johnny card. Uh, for anybody yeah. who's not familiar with that term, it's a psychographic profile for card games. It's usually Spike, Johnny, and Timmy. Spike being your solely competitive focus players. Timmy being your kitchen table, I just want to make big dudes smash stuff player. And Johnny being, I really want really quirky cards and involved combos to make stuff happen. And nobody, well, maybe not nobody, but generally people don't fit into a single category and obviously yeah. people change over time or even within games or different games, whatever. This is quite clearly a Johnny card where it's okay. Well, what wacky scenario can we concoct with this? Yeah. It definitely feels like that. It is cool on the card border and you see this on all of the multi order yeah. things where it, you know, splits and melds into it. I kind of like, like that. It looks cool. I do like that. Um, I would like that as a play mat. 
the color like, scheme just is just in case you're listening i i think that type of color scheme on a play mat would be nice well the yeah i was gonna say the color scheme is aesthetically pleasing the artwork on this is actually really cool too like <sighs> even if you ignore the the primary focal point of the character which we don't know who or what that is uh like the clouds kind of look cool back there yeah i'm um, good i I want to see other people play this card. That's how I feel about this card. I can't. I'd yeah, I see other people do it. I don't personally want to do it, but I want to see other people. do So it. I think there will be a deck with this. Like the power level seems oh, yeah, too high to, to to not be a deck, unless you know it's just way too difficult to make it work. Because you play any item removal, and you may just lock the entire deck out of the game. Yeah, depending on how what how the person builds it. Um, I think it may be, if it goes the way that I'm thinking it will, and I'm not saying it's the only way, but if it goes the granite route of, I'm just going to survive until I go blah and dump a whole bunch of things all over the board, then I could certainly see that being a frustrating play experience. Like, did anybody aside from me enjoy playing against granite? Um... No, I can't think of a single person who actually <laughs> like, enjoyed I'm, it. If shout out to whoever else is out there who likes playing against Granite, hands up right here, high five. Yeah, you're, um, clap your hands. Uh, <laughs> if you like playing against Granite, team. clap your hands. No, I'm pretty sure. No, I'm just saying you clap your hands because you might be it on that front. But um, so yeah, high five. <laughs> um, but anyway, I don't. I don't know. I can't. I can't see this not forming some sort of deck. I'm just very curious as to how that deck plays out. Because again, I could see if it's taking the granite route, that it's going to be super frustrating. That it's like you just can't get there, and then it, like it feels hopeless playing against those sort of decks. Yeah. Um, it feels like all abandon all hope, ye who enter here. Now that being said, it also that sort of build. I. Th- think would be well maybe not i was gonna say it could be really strong against one of the other more hated ones which are stall decks that just either mill you out or just try and out heal everything because presumably whatever four combo buffs you're gonna dump into play immediately end the game yeah and that's the other potential problem is they Dumping four combos into play may be really powerful, but it may not immediately end the game. And then your opponent gets a turn and just crystal leeches two of them. Yeah, which would be hilarious. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so that's why it's it, that's the other caveat is are there there are a lot of strong combos. Are there enough that would immediately close out the game that it's worth going to all these lengths to do it? I'm very curious to see how it shapes up because, like, the card seems really cool. I definitely agree with you. And I'm, I'm like I said before, I'm very curious to see what other people come up with. <laughs> um, but, wow, husband. We, we did it. We got through all those previews. We are caught oh up. Oh, my goodness. Just in yeah. time for more of them to come out. Yeah, right? Yeah, we caught up just in time for more to happen in the coming weeks. Which is cool, though. So we did have some in here that I think both of us agreed on. We weren't excited. We had a few that we may have had different viewpoints on. But we also 
had some that we were very excited about. Uh, yeah. And then other ones where we disagreed, but we're excited about, you know, you were excited Personally. about one or I was, which is great because that the sets do have to please everybody, which is yeah. obviously asking a lot, but you have to please the competitive players, the casual players, the, the local players, the online players, the people who like control, who like aggro, who like combo, who like, you know, it's, there's yeah. a lot of and- targets to hit. And I think the fact that we have different things, and I'm sure there are going to be people that disagree with our assessments, that's good. Like, that, yeah, that's no, a totally good thing. Is. And husband and I have talked about it offline. Like, we both enjoy playing card games. We both enjoy playing games. We both enjoy playing them in vastly different ways. Yeah. And... Um, <laughs> Don't <husband> say... <laughs> <laughs> husband likes the long game where there's like slight intricacies and I like to bash things with a hammer. Um, and so both of us getting excited about cards, even different cards, I think alludes well to what is to come. Yeah, it definitely bodes well for what we're going to get. I'm very excited to see what next week brings because I think we're, you know, like we're, it, now we're that we've seen... Up. Well, we're not closing up. We we've only no. seen you know like not probably not even a third of the set. Maybe not True. even. I don't know exactly how many cards, but we haven't seen that many. But we are get. Oh, one other thing to, to call out on this: we have not had prior to this. I I just noticed this. All of the previous mythic cards were heroes. This is a mythic oh. action card, or not action that, card, but a, a mythic uh, non-hero. Yeah. That's interesting. So, yeah. You're that, right. I didn't even think about that. Because uh, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, is there anything else to say? And I'm like, that's weird. The text is red at the bottom. Oh, it's red at the bottom. <laughs> that That's a thing. I mean, so, let's face it. We all knew this was going to happen eventually. Yeah. So, it that is something to keep in mind. And it's in, where I was going with it and what drew my attention to it is that now that we're seeing some of these more, okay, build around cards where it's this is here this is clearly going to be a a cornerstone a pillar for a deck or plural decks those are the ones that are exciting or or for me ones that are like the grimus deck or other things like that where it's they just want a couple more cards and then they're there so i'm very excited to see to see what the couple more cards yeah because there's Virtually all of the mythic heroes and a bunch of other builds felt so close where it's just give me one or two cards in this family. Give me one or two more heals or one or two more damage reduction or whatever. And this thing is now potentially a viable deck. So yeah. I'm real excited to to get these cards in hand or in app or both or whatever. Or all of the above. All of the above. All the cards. All the time. Um, swimming in a sea of cards like Scrooge McDuck. That, okay, so Scrooge clearly should have been paced because yeah. diving into a vat of metal. But diving into a vat of cardboard, A, may be a problem just from, you know, it's a lot of paper. But yeah, a lot of paper cuts. And have you ever gotten a paper cut from a card before, wife? I can't I imagine it's going to be good. It's not pleasant. No, it's like getting a cardboard cut. And then I'll squirt you with lemon juice after. It's fine. Oh, no. You, I told you, yeah. to everybody, she is the worst. I am the worst. <laughs> I'm okay with it. And I that's why we're tied it. together forever, wife. Yes. 
Exactly. Anyway. All eternity. Anyway. Well, I'm sure everybody's tired of us rambling at this stage. It was a longer show. We're, we do try and run longer than we have previously, but this one's a little bit longer than even what we normally target. We're going to, if we're getting reveals at these quicker paces, it's going to make it easier to put together shows that aren't just, hey, let's talk about one card. Yeah. So. And hopefully we keep getting these reveals at the spaces because I like the chunks. Absolutely. So, uh, thank you everybody for watching. Thank you everyone for listening. And please tune in next time for more Random Thoughts. Thoughts.